4: Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. You follow,
5: follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the
4: money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on V
6: Here we go. Welcome in. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino Fun Show wind up today, including Aaron Renning, professional sports better. Very good on the NBA in 45 minutes. Nigel Seeley with the soccer bets. Mike Palm, the maestro in studio, and uh, Mike Detillier from WWL in New Orleans and his own draft guide on the NFL Draft back end of today's program. Uh, Yesterday had everything again in the sports world, but we will begin in the NBA where uh, last night, chaos, Armageddon, everything taking place. Big injury again, which we'll get to. The Embiid and the degree of difficulty in his game-winning shot in overtime. Uh, the Raptors, you have to make your free throws, pals. Come on, what are we doing here? Yep. And then the Nets gave one away last night, and they fell apart. And Kyrie and Durant were awful in the second half, pretty much for the entire game. And give Boston credit, going to Brooklyn now, up two games to zero. Last night was a, a lot of fun. I had everything.
7: If I tell you before the game, Brown has 23, Dragic 18, and Curry 16. What would you,
6: oh, you as, say? As that game was developing, huh, you're I mean. telling yourself, <laughs> look at what is happening from the others for the Nets and Kyrie and KD aren't really playing that well, and they're up big? Yep. You you were thinking, okay, the Nets are going to go back, tied at one in the series, and they have a clear edge now uh, to win the series? Yep.
7: Durant hits 18 free throws and stay, stays under his prop total with points. Think about that. But that had everything. I mean, you're up 17 with a minute left in the second quarter. They were outworking Boston. They were beating them up on the glass. The Celtics came out flat for whatever reason. And you can't put them away, and you can't win that game. And I I cannot believe how bad Durant played in the second half. Now, our friend Brian Mahoney, who was on yesterday, had a good tweet about maybe he's tired because he had to play so many minutes and back-to-backs just to make sure they got into the play, and they were the seven, Mm -hmm. and they got it at home. Maybe it's catching up with him. I don't know. But I, I cannot believe how bad he was shooting and couldn't make a shot. Didn't make one shot in the second half could you believe the lack of adjustments made by head coach steve nash um, i'm not surprised but uh, the other business this this is long two business uh lack of adjustments you're exactly right and
6: boston being physical so uh, i watched the uh, post game last night with kevin durant and he was talking about the scheme that udoka and the celtics are throwing at him he said, every single time down the court, I'm getting hit by two, three guys every single time. And he goes, they're playing amazing defense, and every time I get the ball, I'm looking around. There's like, this guy's on me, and this guy's coming over, and again, the angles are taking, the switching. He's like, they're making it very difficult. Then, as you're watching the Nets on offense, you're thinking in your head, why are they so stagnant here? Why why, why is the ball dying once it gets into the hands of Kyrie, and specifically KD, Where's the movement? Where's the flow on that side of the ball? Yeah. I'm just thinking, as it's progressing, I'm like, Steve Nash, are, 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 can he coach? I watched you play, though. What? Remember when he was with Phoenix? How It everyone, was beautiful. Yes, I know. And then they run this trash. Oh, it is trash. I know. It's nothingness. Uh-huh. Yep. And you got that performance from the other players not named, you know, again, Irving or Durant, and you uh-huh. can't win the basketball game.
7: Yeah. Part of it's Kyrie. He's a ball stopper. Oh, yeah. But, but yep. that's, uh, you, that cannot happen. That can't happen. I can't, Durant's four of 17. Wow. And you mm-hmm. blow a 17 point lead and you get that production out of the. Uh, Brown goes off
6: early. Brown has nine points early. That, and he, uh, he also closed with a tremendous fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. He was terrific. But also, and, and Jalen Brown pointed this out uh, take, take a listen to what he said after the game because if you watch the game, I mean, you knew that Grant Williams and Peyton Pritchard just, I mean, it was invaluable mm-hmm. what they did off the bench last night, and Brown recognized that.
8: They got to be aggressive. Um, like they got to make plays. Like if you know they're gonna treat them like like they're you know a non basketball player and they're not gonna pay attention to them, they got to attack. We give them the confidence to go and beat themselves. Peyton came out, you know, didn't play much in game one, you know, but have had an impact in game one, and came back in game two, ready to go, and made some big plays down the stretch in the fourth quarter. That was amazing. Just to goes to show his confidence in himself you know it just goes to show his poise, his readiness. And we're going to need that going forward. Same thing with Grant, first half, uh the story was Grant. Grant in moments where it looked like the game was getting away from us. Grant was the the catalyst to bring it, you know, back down to earth and he made some key buckets where they left them open and he you know he made them pay. So we got to we got to we got to keep winning as a team. It's not me and Jason, it's not you know uh, me, Jason and Smartest Celtics.
6: They were great, great job by him. Yeah,
7: yeah they, he, they exactly really were. Right. Yes, and I thought uh, I thought they were going to lose that game. I mean, to be down seventeen and the production from the others with the Nets. I, I don't know. That was a strange game for Tatum. That's the other thing. You yeah. win the game and Tatum doesn't go off. Well. I, I would agree. What a bizarre game. Refs got involved in the third quarter. Uh-huh. The foul fest started again. But uh, it, it was. But uh, the, the, I cannot believe there was a seven thirty stretch in the fourth
6: quarter. Seven minutes and thirty seconds. The Nets scored two points. Two points. Well, and they're big two, one of 17 in the second half. Oh, God. That's unacceptable. Oh. (laughs) That cannot happen. Oh, man. And, and, you know, coming in today, looking at the screens here at Circa, and uh, there's video showing Ben Simmons again, and he's out there practicing with a big smile on his face. Yeah, sure. Now, but the news is he could be back for, what, game four?
7: Well, well, I tell you, Williams is coming back, so I don't care. I mean, at some point they're going to get Williams back, and he was doing three-on-three works. Workout uh, yesterday too. So what's right. he gonna do? What uh, he can't be in this. Uh, Barkley nailed it again before the on the pregame. Guy hasn't played in a year. You're gonna bring? Oh, he might. He can play defense though. Sure. Okay. Then you're playing four on five on offense, and I can foul Claxton if he's on the floor. Right. And, I, and I, what are you gonna get out of Drummond? Nash, was, Nash also wasn't playing
6: the veterans. No, he's not. He says that said he gave up on. He, him. He, he gave up on Aldridge and Griffin. Refuses to. Yeah. Now I'm looking at the Celtics at minus three eighty to win the series. That's gonna take four out of five. They could. They got the firepower for sure. And we would not expect Durant and, you know, well, specifically him to play like this for the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. He's been off for the first two games. Yeah.
7: They also can't get, they can't get stops when it matters. And they can't get, they just, they don't play any defense either. So he's going to have now with this condensed schedule and these guys are going to have to play so many minutes just to get back in the series. And we're going to, we knew that anyways. And the physicality, mm-hmm. I can't see it. I that. can't see it. The other thing, Eric Lewis was one of the officials last night. Boston has won 14 in a row, five in the playoffs, when Eric Lewis is on their game. Saw that. Yeah. So do it
6: that way you want. We tweeted it before the game, too. What was the degree of difficulty on a seven-foot center hitting that game-winning three, Joel Embiid, last night? I mean, come on. That's, that was borderline impossible. And yep. that guy goes out there and nails it, nothing but net. It's like, that's. how does that happen? Yep. He's a complete freak. Absolutely.
7: I was going to say the same thing. Yes, you also forget how big he is. Oh, yes, you do. And it, he's going against the Oompa Loompas. That's the he, other thing. He, There's what? nothing Toronto can do. They can't. He's too damn big and he's too good. Yep. Uh, but, uh, you know, you get, can you drop a better play Uh of regulation, Doc? But that, uh, that, uh, he hits the three. Um, there was the first. Toronto was 17-0 and all time. Sportsnet stats tweeted out. 17-0 all-time at home in the playoffs when a double they had a double-digit lead at halftime. Yep. That goes bye-bye. Make your free throws, as you mentioned. They blow a 17-point lead. I didn't, even, I didn't even bother to look at Sixers in a sweep and write it down. In five was, I think, plus 350. But the Sixers, to sweep them no, now? Okay. I don't think they roll over, Toronto. But it, 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 you can't lose that game if you're the Raptors. No, you can't. You can't. And, I mean, come but... on. Precious, come on. Put the lotion in the basket. You can't. Both free throws you miss?
6: Both of them. 20 seconds left. He because, missed both. Because he, here's what I'm going to tell you, Paul. Even if he makes one of those two free throws, I have like zero confidence that Doc Rivers is going to draw up a better play oh, yeah. than what happened at the end of regulation. It would have been the clogged toilet. Yes, it, it would have been. been. Yep. Dribble,
7: no movement, dribble. Dribble, dribble, will dribble, shoot. dribble. What do we do? Right. Shot
6: clock's down. Oh, I better get it up right now. Yep. And chuck up a 25-footer. Yep. They were going The Raptors were going to win that game. But now here's the angle, right? The, the one that we specifically talked about yesterday and the day before Raptors' first quarter, Raptors' first half got there no problem. Yes. Okay. Uh, didn't win the game. And in fact, because of the three pointer, Embiid, uh, that actually covered for the 76ers. They were laying two in the game. So, it put um, his, prop, his point prop over two. Yeah, that's right. How bad was that beat? Was it 32 and a half?
7: Yeah. How good are these guys? Yeah. Yeah. Embiid was 32 and a half. He had 33. Harden was 20 and a half. He had 19. Danny Green was 8 and a half. He had nine.
6: You know, that's another thing. Harden fouled out of the game before yes. overtime. Yes. And they Thank win the contest. You. Thank you. But yep. here's, the, here's the thing: like, well, everybody was on Toronto. That's one thing that kind of scared me off of it. But also, we didn't see the Scotty Barnes injury happening. That coupled with we knew that Thibault wasn't going to be able to play up in Toronto. So the thought of a 76er sweep, I mean, when you said that you never even paid attention to the price, I don't think many people really gave him a chance to sweep the Raptors. Now they're one game away. It can happen just
7: like that, too. Just like that. Yep. Boy, well, how about Harden? I mean, he can't get, he can't finish and get to the basket. Yep. Remember, remember how in the playoffs a couple years ago how they were guarding him. Guys were behind him. Oh yeah, he's up like this and guys are behind him. Now it's like I don't care if you shoot. What, what are you going to do? He was okay. I mean, he, again, he's yeah, getting he everyone fine. involved. But he that, was fine. Yeah, nineteen points, but that's I come yep. right back with the uh, prop total.
6: His points under again. Well, I mean, he's not the same player. And I will give you one more. I'm looking at the Bucks now. If you missed the game, they lost last night. Great job by the Bulls. And uh, the Bulls were up by 14 at halftime. DeRozan, what a year this guy put together. Mm-hmm. But the Bucks lose, tied at one, and now they're down. I'm looking at Bucks minus 255 to win the series. <laughs> the reason why, if he didn't stay up for the game last night, Chris Middleton, um, MCL injury. They're going to have an MRI on it today. And Budenholzer and Giannis, like last night, were like, uh, I think he's going to be okay. And then he's like, he's limping. He's limping. He's, uh, he's not going to be okay. No? I will give you this. Over the last two years... The Bucks are 86-34 when Giannis, Middleton, and Drew Holiday are all on the floor together, including the playoffs. But they did outscore opponents by 7.8 points per 100 possessions when Antetokounmpo and Holiday played without Middleton on the floor.
7: They still have enough, and they should win the series. But they were minus 3,800 before Game 2. Uh-huh. Now it's 250. The Bulls were 2-21 this year against top four seeds. I did not see this coming. But DeRozan said all the right things. I'll never shoot like that again. The big three were 30% in game one. And you saw how Vucevic and DeRozan yep. shot in uh, getting the win. I, I am I am shocked with that because they could have won game one.
6: Yep, I'm, I'm maybe going to consider a Bucks suns series price parlay. Now that they're really low thinking they can win without with some of these injuries. First hour, follow the money, brought to you exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. A recap of last night's betting results coming up next. And uh, Paul's going to grade out some season-long point totals in the NHL. Three teams stayed under by 35-plus points.
3: Win lose some is presented by Bet
4: Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning! Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser. Holly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win
10: Some, Lose Some.
7: The uh, four to one on the money line. How about that? Great performance in the first half, and they take out the Bucks to even the series at one. DeRozan, he's right. I'll never shoot like that again. He was 16 of 31. Milwaukee, eight points from their bench. Huh. We're talking about the Nets and the Celtics production. Eight points from the
6: bench. That was it. Ooh. You see the shot that Portis took and what his eyeball looked yeah, like? Yeah, he got hurt too. Yeah. Oh, no.
7: man. Yes. Uh, unders last night, 3-0. and Celtics Nets total, 228 and a half down to 226. Seattle Kraken, 3-1. They beat the Avalanche. Led 3-0 early and hung on. Arsenal, plus 335, beat Chelsea in the Premier League. Padres, 165 up to 195. How about the Reds, huh? How about this outfit? More on the Reds coming up. They get shut out. Guardians, 110 up to 145. Beat the White Sox. Favorites last night in MLB, 12-4. It's 62% on the season. And 28-10 and the last three days. 28-10. Yeah. Okay. Dogs have fleas in MLB so far. Unders are 60% on the year. 60 61% too. How about that? Well, I that? mean, you look across the board almost every single day, you're seeing 2 1, yep. 4 3, uh-huh. low scoring games. Oilers 160 up to 180. Beat Dallas. Golden Knights 130 up to 145. Beat the Capitals in overtime. Goal in the first 10. Yes, went 4 and 0 yesterday. Subscribe, be part of the team. Beaston.com, our radio and podcast friends. It's popping here, here at Circa. Thanks to all the tweets. Send them in. Whatever happens here. Look at this Royale with cheese four thousand dollars keith popped one yesterday and he sent that in but follow the money army excuse me that was frank that was frank and then look at this one so he, this is it's our buddy john brown john brown likes to uh, unwind after a hard he day's does. work yep. and he gets dealt three and he gets it also, was that the same suit on both of them i think yeah i think so yeah and he gets it for uh almost 1100 good job john brown excellent work all right going in fresh two dog videos everyone loves them these are great videos. Oh, this is going to be the, uh, as always, dog getting a... God, look at the face. French Bulldog again? Is that what that is? I think so, yeah. Look at that guy. Yeah, a little off the top here. <laughs> Come on, make me look good, pal. Ah! Look at his face. I can't believe how well-behaved he is. I, he sits there, no problem, I right? Plenty of dogs. They would never do this. Now, you, there's concerns. This might be staged, but you think okay. if it's not, if it's real, no, it's top it's,
6: five. I'm convinced it's staged. Okay. Or not staged, but these dogs are trained to do this. But this video, regardless, is unbelievable. As you see, like the master here, the owner, <laughs> um, feeding the dogs, right? Oh, And he's toying with them, and the dog gets a little unhappy. And they're like, pal, we want more food than that. Okay, we're gonna grab onto your hoodie right now, and there you go. Time for you to go, pal. <laughs> they drag him outside and it gets better. He put the he put the food in the dish and then dumped it back yeah, in. Yeah, right. Oh my god. Close the door on him. Yeah. It's like, screw you, we're gonna get our own food. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I think, yeah. Sure. So I think it he regardless, takes it, it's very good. He dumps it back in. He wants more. Come on, pal. No, he's. Oh, the ball. Stop screwing with me. I'm hungry.
7: <laughs> that is great. Let's go with it. That's dynamite. I love it. Lose some. Raptors were 17 and 0 all time in the playoffs. Went up double digits at half at home. They lose in overtime, and now it's over. Collect the jerseys. They're down three nothing. You're better off with the uh, rolling it over parlay. But they are 30 to one to come back and win the series. Mm-hmm. For news matter only. Lose some. Uh, We always talk about this, about the most impressive thing about Haralabob Bob the number one NBA better in the world, was how did he get down? The difficult, and also if you have all these outs, he would give people percentage of what he would win. Think about how good you have to be to do that. But he tweeted the other day, Mm. we had Mayweather as a beard for one and a half days. He kept on, he kept disagreeing with the picks. Whatever he bet, you can bet he's destined to lose. (laughs) Uh, You can bet the play. This is Bulgaris tweeting back in the day. You can bet the play or you can bet against me, champ, whatever you want. Mayweather would respond, I don't want to bet against you. You're supposed to win, right? I just
6: don't like the other team. It was torture, he said. It lasted, so, basically 36 (laughs) hours. He would be, like, the best beard to ever have. Sure. Right? Oh. And so that's yeah. why, like, Harler Bob, thinking of these angles, reaching out, getting in touch with them, it made so much sense. I'd, I'd love to meet that guy. Harlow Bob, not Floyd. Um, and sit down and just, like, listen to him talk for, like, mm-hmm. two hours. It'd yep. be incredible, I bet. Mm-hmm. But think about that. You have potentially, like, the best beard ever because he's such a square at betting. And it's like thirty-six hours later. Perfect. I, I can't do it anymore. Yeah.
7: Why? Yeah. Why couldn't last? And imagine what that conversation was. Oh God. And I know we had to get the uh, the Hollywood hotshots too, with the actors to get in there uh, as well. Well, how about the Reds? Reds get shut yeah. out. I mean, this is ugly. They're the only team, National League team in the modern era, to lose nine in a row while having seven or fewer hits in every one. Yeah. They
6: can't score. No. First five. What are they? Two and eleven. Two and twelve? They should be like two hundred to one to we, we thirteen ha- run pool. And you have not seen the video from the? Well, I think it was the owner's kid, who was all brash and cocky yes. on a local TV station like two weeks ago. Where are you gonna go? What are you gonna do, Reds fans? You didn't see that? No. Oh, we gotta we gotta play that for people. Where are you gonna go? About you? Got, he's, you at, to, he's telling. He's not even asking him. He's telling him with sunglasses on. By the way, what are you gonna do, uh, huh? Where are you gonna go? I, I'm <sighs> gonna sell my season tickets. I'm not gonna buy them ever again. He went he you have we have to you gotta go and pressure that then we gotta play it on the air for you.
7: Yeah. Bad beats MB points over 32 and a half. He hits the three in overtime to get there. I mean it goes to overtime and he hits the three. Also Leicester City. They allowed a goal in the 92nd minute and a 1-1 draw against Everton. Win some, lose some presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now with code 250 match. Learn more. Betrivers.com. Good job, Dan. Good job, everyone. A month, a month. A week left in the regular season of the NHL. You heard uh, Mitch's tweet, uh, tease going out. These are the closing numbers at Circa. Florida, Toronto, Carolina, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Washington, Columbus, Rangers, Colorado, Minnesota, St. Louis, Calgary, Kings, Anaheim, Nashville, Edmonton, over. Pending. Tampa, Boston, Detroit, Dallas, Vancouver. Those are pending. Montreal, Ottawa, Islanders, Devils, Flyers, Blackhawks, Knights, Seattle, Arizona, Jets, San Jose, all under. But the biggest differences here. Seattle uh, closed 87.5. Here, it was higher in other spots. They have 58 points. Montreal closed 89. Well, they have okay. 51 points. They closed 89. The Islanders, we said they were... Dead on arrival because of the schedule. They closed 98. They have 80. The Devils were 89. They have 61. Wow. The Flyers were 92 and a half. They have 57. 92 and a half. That's your big boy. The Blackhawks I were... I forgot they had that high of expectations. Yep. The Blackhawks were 90. They have 60. Well, they won last night. 61-63 now, I believe. VGK was 104. They have 89. Calgary was 91 and a half. They have 104 and they're going to win the division. The Rangers were 96. They have 106. Those are your biggest differences. But but Seattle, the Devils, the Flyers, the Blackhawks,
6: Montreal, you're talking 30-point difference? Well, and here's, by the way, this is the big news, I think, with the Kraken, because out here in Las Vegas anyway, you could have set yourself up for like an all-time middle shot, right? Mm-hmm. Because at one spot here in town in the summer last year, the crack in point total was 66 and a half. 65 and a half, 66 and a half, I think, for the most part. Uh, and then when they reopened at other books or put them on the board, like entering the season, it was 92 and a half. Yeah. And they're sitting right now. So if you, if you went for that middle, I think plenty of people probably did. You're sitting at 58 right now, and they have, what, six games left? They have uh, five games left. Yeah. Five games left. Oh, boy. Look at that. My God. 89.
7: Montreal's got 51. Devils, 89, they have 61. Philly, 92 and a half, they have 57. Blackhawks, 90. They're in the low 60s.
6: Can you recall oh top, top of your head, um, so would that make the Canadians the worst ROI team in the sport?
7: Uh, I actually think it's the Flyers now. Flyers might be I, worse. I'll look, I'll look right now. I think it's the Flyers. Because Montreal was the worst team, but they, uh, they've had a couple wins in the last uh, week or so.
6: Yeah. Nice job by the Kraken last night with that win. I was kicking that game around with a buddy of ours who is uh, huge into hockey before the game. And we, we talked about the President's Trophy. I forgot about that. How it's thought of as kind of like a jinx. And teams are like, nah, we're good. We don't want the President's Trophy. So going into last night, Colorado was tied with Florida with 116 points. Uh-huh. And uh, the Kraken were huge dogs to win that game. And they did in regulation.
7: Yeah. Flyers to- down 24 units. Okay. Then the Blackhawks, then Montreal Rangers are number one in ROI. It's not even close. You're up 15 units on there. That's three straight shutouts in a row for the Rangers. Oh, yes. How about yeah. that? Yep. Cashmere side.
6: Uh, <laughs> baseball is here and bet rivers has a special offer for you for Saturday's games. Place a three leg, same game parlay of at least 25 bucks and you will earn a $10 free bet with same game parlays. You can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo terms and conditions apply. See site for details Claim your offer on the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Up next, Devo Samuel wants a trade per reports. We'll kick around uh, some of the teams that make sense and some pretty serious movement to discuss with NFL draft position props. What do people know about the second overall pick? We'll discuss coming up next.
4: The Sports
11: Betting Network.
9: We're
7: all in for the draft a week away, right here in Vegas, and a special draft preview show this Sunday, 6 p.m. Tim Murray, Sean King will break it down with the first round. Guests include Brent Musburger, Michael Lombardi, Mike Golick, and his son. You can call him Junior, I guess. Uh, draft preview special this Sunday, 6 p.m. exclusively on Veasan and download our. Draft betting guide, best bets, mock drafts, everything you need to score big this season. $10, just $10, vsincom slash draft. This is wild, this is fascinating that somebody knows something or somebody thinks they know something regarding Thibodeau. Uh, remember, William Hill took it off the board, who will be the second pick in a draft. Uh-huh. He was 11-1 to at Caesars on March 30th. He is now plus 130. He is a $1.35 at MGM
6: to go to second for the Lions. Mm-hmm. So, what do people know? His under five and a half is minus 240 last time I checked. I've also seen four and a halves. You have seen four and a now? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, by the way, he's not the only player where the draft position is now steadily on the move. Uh, Sauce Gardner, uh, looking, la- looking last night. Was six and a half at Bet Rivers. Uh other spots out here in Las Vegas down to five and a half.
7: Uh he crashed
6: too to go to Houston at three, went from nine to one to two seventy-five. Hello. Uh you yep. don't see that all the time with uh the, the draft positions in particular. Another guy, Kenny Pickett, on the move from ten and a half, now twelve and a half over minus one twenty-five on him as he continues to slide a little bit. And I looked at uh, another uh Black guy, you know, inside the NFL. Look at it, so many mock drafts, I can't even keep it straight. But uh, there was an analyst saying last night who did a mock draft that Desmond Ritter in the steam continues to be real, and he's on the move. And this person... Which way? This up. This person had Ritter going as a second quarterback in the first round. And Pickett sliding. Okay. Pickett just, going like the, right. number 32 now.
7: Okay. Not to confuse people. he's
6: going to go. He's going to go low. But top 20, top 25. Yeah, I'm sorry. The, the the language here is a little, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. he's, people are really liking him better at this point. There it is. Okay. Yes. So the thought of him like going first round and maybe, you know, second, I don't know, potentially first quarterback overall could be a thing. So, um, and what they're hearing from other teams in line with that. So um, that's why his number has been moving. By the way, you can still find him 31 and a half under plus money or 30 and a half, like even at better odds, obviously.
7: Everyone's bashing these quarterbacks. And maybe rightfully so. You're still going to get three of them. I mean, there's still three and a halves out there in town under minus 175. Yeah. I, mean, I still see Corral and Mox first round. Yep. I still see it. The Ritter yep. stuff. And, you know, Pickett and Willis should go in the first round. But well, where's Willis going to go now? Uh, that's that's the,
6: that's a great question. Yes. I, I'm. Will a quarterback go in the top ten? That's no. a prop that should be up. No. I, I'm with you on that. I don't think we're going to get Pickett or Willis to go in the top ten. Nope. I don't think I never once, and I could be dead wrong on this, uh, I, don't think, I don't think the Panthers are taking a quarterback at number six. I think that's a big mistake if they do that. Yeah, people so, are saying
7: they would do it because I think that they don't pick again until the fourth round, but that's, yeah,
6: yeah just go get Mayfield. You're, yeah, yeah. I would but agree, but yeah. they have their quarterback. Remember McAdoo said it. Yes, right. Hold on, I confused myself. <laughs> um, and in fact, Ritter now to go first round was about a about buck forty five. late last night. Now the over on the receivers that go first round is still five and a half, but that is juice between like minus 275. And I think you even saw higher. Like, did I notice? Like my, I think it may be three, three 40, Yeah. It's over five and a half. Yeah. But that makes some sense, right? Because of, um, first of all, now these receivers are getting so much money. In fact, uh, what is it? I think the second highest paid, they overtook defensive lineman. Second highest paid position in the NFL behind quarterback. Um, and higher than offensive linemen because of uh, what's going on this offseason. And so teams you know, like the Chiefs and now potentially the 49ers and others are like yeah, the Packers, eh, we're not going to pay you. We're going to start all over by having a rookie on their uh, a receiver on their rookie contract. And that's why I think a lot. this is going to happen as long as it's a good class. Teams are going to continue to draft wide receiver left and right in the first round. And now Debo Samuel, Huge. of course, with the reports yesterday, another game changer here. What am I missing here? Because one book put up the
7: odds, where will he play next year? And the 49ers are the small favorite. Right. We demanded a trade. and I, They can't work this out? He goes to Darlington, says, I demanded a trade. I don't want to be a 49er anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get into the reasons. Well, can't you just say, I don't want to be a running back anymore? And just say, okay, here's your contract, right. fine. Or maybe yeah. we'll, we'll occasionally give you the
6: ball. Maybe right.
7: an end around here. and then. Well, is, is that definitely
6: I, what it is, or is that speculation? That he doesn't want to have the wear and tear. He doesn't want to put the miles on the odometer that a running back takes. He wants to specifically play wide receiver. So I will say this. He looked damn good last year as a running back. Yeah. But I get it if he doesn't want to, like, he goes to the Niners. Like, I didn't sign up for this, man. I'm a wide receiver. I made it work because I'm that good of a player, but I don't want to get killed. And by the way, he has injury problems anyway. Mm-hmm. But right. you're right. He's that- not
7: a, yeah, he's not certainly... His size, and you play in that position with the wear and tear, you're right. Well,
6: Paul, here's the thing. If you compare a couple of different spots, right? There's one book again. His next team, Niners still minus 205. uh, Then the Jets plus 450. At this book, the Colts are not even on the board. And then if you look globally, the Colts are the shortest shot at plus 450. wow, really? Wow. Can you imagine if they could pull off a trade and, I mean, Debo Samuel... As their star receiver to go along with that offensive line and Jonathan Taylor in the backfield, uh, that's that's pretty much exactly what the Titans have. Then with Derrick Henry and mm-hmm. AJ Brown, mm-hmm. Chiefs, I can't Chiefs can't do. They don't want to pay Tyreek Hill. That's so. Ian Rapoport came out yesterday, NFL Network, and tweeted right away that uh, the teams to have some interest would be the Jets. The Packers, the Chiefs, and the Lions. I'm with you. Like the Packers just said adios to Devonte Adams, but they're going to have to trade and then pay Debo Samuel. Like I don't think betting on the Packers to be his next team makes much sense. I could be wrong on that, and they typically right. don't make moves like that anyway in the offseason. That's been their mo for a long, long time. I would love to see Samuel play with uh, Aaron Rodgers, but I, I don't see that team because what's it going to take? Tyreek Hill just got right. They they the Chiefs five got picks? like five picks for yeah. him in uh, return. Yeah.
7: Right, but the timing is just fantastic here. And
6: oh, all, with the draft a week away?
7: And then if something, I mean, will another wide receiver try to do the same thing? I mean, there'd be two big names to do that now,
6: oh, too. How about, about that? Pay, pay, this, pay me, let's go. So Samuel's agent is also the agent for DK Metcalf and AJ Brown. <laughs> oh! So this could be like just the very beginning of it, the tip of the iceberg. Didn't Brown scrub the Titans from his uh, social media, too? It,
7: that's the that move. That he, he, he Debo up, yeah. did it, didn't he? No, he, did. he did. Murray's yeah.
6: done it. That's the move now? Yep. And, and Debo said only three people know the truth. Me, my agent, and the 49ers. That doesn't sound good.
7: That also doesn't make sense. I mean, what you you, you talked to the reporter. You told the reporter, yeah, I asked for a
6: trade. I mean, I don't know. Right. What, but that's but know, if that's the up. truth then, right? If he's saying that I know the truth and I asked for a trade, then how can the 49ers right. be the shortest shot? How can they be minus 205? Yeah. They have them next year. Also, you have to consider this. Because Debo, it, it, whatever teams are going to be talking to the 49ers and Debo and his agent, obviously it's, you know, just I have to say this, you know, for the record, the team has to have it. There has to be like a handshake agreement that says, okay, we're going to trade for you. That means that we're going to sign you to a long term deal, meaning that you want to be yeah. with us. Yeah. And Samuel has to sign off on that. Does Debo Samuel want to go to the Jets and play with Zach Wilson? I get to get. As hit,
7: long as they, yeah, as long as they pay him, yeah.
6: I don't know if I'd want to take that chance. Ah. But I will say that um, to kind of negate that a little bit, Robert Salah is the head coach. And we know what some players thought of him when he was uh, the D.C. of the 49ers. Players loved him. He'll just go and play with Tua.
7: As long as you, you show me the money, that, that, that I don't yeah. care who's
6: there. You could play quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> some, some of the stuff fascinates me. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. He's, he's okay with going from Mahomes to Tua, and Devontae Adams is like, sign me up. Uh-huh. I can't wait to get out of Green Bay fast enough to go play with Derek Carr. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying, though, because Hill
7: said uh, Jets, I don't know. Uh, Not yet. Miami, yeah, Miami all the way all along, but that's uh, okay. Get ready for Charlie Check down with Tua, and
6: uh, can't see over the line of scrimmage, but that's. All I know is this. With one week to go before the draft, still nobody knows anything, and I think it could be total bedlam in the first 10, first 15 picks. Oh, Absolutely.
7: I can't remember now again. I was listening to one, Mark. The guy said, this will be the year because the draft's not that good and expect the unexpected. Sure. You could see a guy, well, the writers don't have a pick, but they would be the candidate. You could see a guy third round who sneaks into the top 20. He's like, wait, I had this guy third round. Where, 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 he's top 20? What sure, happened here? Sure, He goes, this is going to happen, he thinks Thursday.
6: Yep. That's why I'm taking flyers on. I took Jamison Williams, uh, a couple of weeks ago, part well, of a recommendation from one of our guests at 6-1 to one to be first receiver. Yes, I can see that. But also, like, I took a shot with Ritter. Why not? Why? Who's to say Pickett or Willis? They, they have to be the number one quarterback taken in the draft because of what you just said. hmm And I talked about that uh, linebacker
7: out of Georgia. Yeah. That McShay goes, so what am I missing here? And, and, and Jeremiah, when we look at the tape, he, he goes, it makes sense to go to the Patriots because the uh, yeah. Belichick just says,
6: I, the oh. tape don't lie, I'm going with this guy. By the way, that's another team. Why? Why could the Pats not be a player for Debo? They're on. They're on the right? list. Yeah,
7: they're on the odds sense. board. Yes,
6: they're on the odds board. Mm-hmm. All right, it is follow the money here on VSEN, the sports betting network. Up next, professional sports better Aaron Renning is going to join the show. He's excellent on the NBA. Uh, how should we approach betting the suns pelican series with the latest Devin Booker news? And we can throw in Bucks-Bulls with what happened with Chris Middleton last night.
10: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Follow the money on v the
11: sports betting network.
7: Welcome back. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, BetRivers as you covered. They've launched a series of casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast.
6: All right, NBA here as professional sports bettor Aaron Renning joins the program. One of the very best to do it in this sport. Talk about tonight's card and some of these series prices now that they're adjusted. Uh, with some of the injuries. ER, thanks for the time. A couple things. Um, Were you on Raptors' first quarter, first half last night, down 0-2 going back home? And If so, are you going to take that same approach with Denver tonight against Golden State and then Atlanta tomorrow night against Miami?
11: Uh, Yeah, great to be with you guys, as always. Uh, Yes, I was. I was on uh, with uh, Matt and JVT yesterday. I mentioned uh, that I played that uh, first quarter, first half. Uh, which, you know, again, the, and if you looked at the numbers, there were some things, you know, as far as the free throws and the three-point that, that were, could turn around from a home court sure. perspective, which did, you know, it played out exactly uh, to, uh, you know, to that. It, uh, and, you know, that's kind of how you'd want it to go. And you could just see Toronto running out of gas in the second half, just hit a wall. Um, obviously, and just, you know, m- remarkable, you can't even get a plus, you know, you can't win a plus two, two and a half on that one. With that said, uh, <laughs> moving forward to tonight, uh, I did not bet Denver. Uh, I'm not involved. That's certainly the way that, you know, you, you probably look to play it with or play it. I'm just not interested in this Denver uh, team right now. It's a team that didn't play any type of defense the last six weeks of the season. They were still winning. And Malone just never cracked down. Some of it is just from a personnel perspective uh, that they just can't get there defensively. And they're they're just up against it as the Warriors are are seemingly going back to what the first uh, month or two of the season when they hit their stride. And, you know, with with the Joker, I mean, Draymond Green's just, you know, the perfect matchup you would want. Uh, So he's very frustrated. I definitely will be on Golden State if they win. Uh, if they win here tonight, as far as uh, on Sunday, going for the sweep. Uh, I did that Atlanta first quarter, first half. I I thought this one Mm -hmm. sets up very well. Atlanta, uh, not good on the road. Uh, They had played their best basketball for sure uh, on their home court. And and I think it makes a lot of sense here as far as I just, I don't trust the Hawks to kind of close it out. A little bit like the Raptors, but you know, here's a scenario if uh, obviously the Heat were able to pull away and get that point spread covered, it just seemed like kind of crazy how it worked out. But you know, if you watch the game and you understand what's going on, you know, Atlanta just doesn't have anybody that can create their own shot for the most part uh, outside of Trey Young, and he's just mm-hmm. so you know, at end of game situations, just he's up against it because Miami's always. Going to have four plus defenders on the court, so very difficult for them to score in clutch situations. And then, if you're watching the Miami side of the equation, I mean, they were targeting Trey Young every single time down the court, <laughs> trying to get him in the pick and roll, matched yeah. up against Butler, uh, obviously. And then, you know, Capella, you don't have Capella in the middle to protect, you know, Trey right. Young getting blown by, so. I, I just had a hard time betting Atlanta to close it off.
7: All right, what do you want to do with the Jazz game? Now it looks like Luka could play. Uh, there's a chance he goes, and that was just embarrassing. Uh, they, they, the Mavs hit 22 threes. 17 were uncontested. Jazz lane seven at home tonight.
11: You know, it handicapped that game the other night. And, you know, obviously the Dallas is not going to be able to do anything Uh, inside as far as getting in and and score it against Gobert for the most part. And, you know, again, you know, Dallas just doesn't have playmakers guys that can create their own shot shot without Luca. So you're, you know, you go into the game thinking, you know, Dallas has to shoot great from three point land. I guess the jazz missed the memo on that one, but (laughs) it, it it is crazy because I I just think this is a good situation for Utah. I can't, um, you know, you can't, I can't go crazy personally. And I think Luca probably does play and that line should come down a little bit more, but it just seems a little bit of a letdown situation where again, Dallas was just all out uh, to win that game. Uh, the other night, Luca comes back. Probably it's just kind of an exhale by the rest of the team, but you know, Dallas has been great. They've been tremendous defensively. I'll have uh, I'll probably most likely have a small bet here on Utah
6: tonight. Okay. Uh, so far the first two games in this Wolves Grizzlies series been lopsided one way for each team and the Grizzlies blew them out the last time around well now it shifts back to Minneapolis tonight and the Grizzlies are a small favorite on the road here in game three have you bet this game yet ER yeah
11: I, I like the T-Wolves here um, you know coming off that embarrassing loss I mean they got demolished nothing went right um, you know it To me, it's, I like Anthony Edwards and I like towns in this matchup against uh, the Grizzlies and they didn't show up towns again in foul trouble. Mm -hmm. Um, You saw them. He came back strong when he had that bad game uh, in the, in the play in game. So um, again, I just think from, you know, so so much of this, the NBA playoffs, it really boils down, got the best players. And do they come together as a team? And I think Minnesota can play. Uh, with the Grizzlies top, you know, top tier talent here. And with Memphis, you know, I, I've said it all year. You just, you know, phenomenal one through 10, one through 11, whatever it is, great regular season team. Now it's it's going to be interesting because when you travel here and it, again, the, the, you know, the Memphis coach hasn't really tightened the rotation. He's going, uh, you know, playing nine, t- 10 guys again, generally don't see that here in the playoffs uh, as much. So in, and I always say, you know, to me, the, the bench always performs well at home, a little bit tougher to perform on the road. And I think this Minnesota is going to have a strong home court tonight. So uh, I bet the T-Wolves here to win the game.
7: Well, hopefully we're done with this uh, Adams business, and it's a lot of uh, Tillman. Uh, and he he was great yeah. in game two. I, I mean, Adams was atrocious and unplayable in game one. Well, how about the Suns-Pelicans total now? Flew over. In Game Two, high-scoring game. What do you do now with the Booker injury? He's out for Game Three and Game Four. And what do you think? Uh, two seventeen, the total Friday night.
11: You know, it was interesting because if you watch that fourth quarter, obviously without Booker the other night. I mean, Phoenix. I mean, they. Uh, I mean, they were able to put some points up, but I, I mean, they just they looked a little bit lost in that half-court setting. And again, guy, you know, Booker just means so much. He can play point guard. He can create his own shot. you know, Chris Paul, uh, you know, he, and just as far as, you know, New Orleans, you know, the focus of their defense so much on Booker and he still uh, goes off, but now, you know, they can move it around. They could put more uh, of an emphasis here on Chris Paul. So, uh, you know, I think Phoenix will not going to have an easy time scoring here without Booker. And, you know, with the Pelicans, I mean, they've been a little bit more uh, of a defensive team since they've made some of the changes that they did to, uh, after the all-star break uh, with what they're doing. I, I think both teams are very good defensively. And you know, I, I like what Phoenix has defensively as far as Crowder uh, and, you know, Chris Paul to a certain extent, but obviously bridges to put on Ingram to put on McCollum. Those are the two guys, obviously that you want to stop. You saw Ingram slow a little bit. You know, he's had that bad hamstring didn't matter the other night, but you know, generally it's hard to repeat that. You know, the Pelicans were great from the three point land, and they got so many easy baskets. Mm-hmm. You now, Monte Williams talked about how, how you know, that was the worst transition uh, defense yes. they played in a couple of years. So the focus certainly is going to be on taking that away. So I think it's a pretty solid bet here under the totem.
6: All right, ER, we have like a minute left here. Middleton goes out of the game last night with an MCL injury pending an MRI. Uh, I don't know what, what to expect. Uh, with him, do you think the Bucks without him could be in some trouble here in this series against the Bulls?
11: Uh, here we go, Mitch Boondholzer. <laughs> we strikes <Yep>. again last <laughs> night. I mean, it's it's so frustrating watching this team at times. I mean, Bucks thirty six turnovers uh, the first two games, and one of the big thing about Milwaukee, they just don't have the depth like they had recently. I mm-hmm. mean, the depth they're just they're really thin uh, here without Middleton, so it's a blow and. You know, it down the stretch holiday wasn't any good. He's, you know, it seems like every other game he plays well. So it, it, you know, obviously the Booker injury with Phoenix, the the team that was expected to come out of the West. And, you know, I thought the bucks were the favorite to come out of the East. And here you have Boston and Philadelphia and Miami looking very strong and the bucks get a little bit weaker. So again, should be a, a great playoffs to look forward to, but certainly wide open in the East.
6: You can follow Aaron on Twitter. He is at ER sports one As always, thanks so much for the time. Good luck tonight with the bets.
11: You bet, thanks. Good luck
6: to you guys. Yep, be good. Thank you. That hey. was what a
7: bizarre, uh, ho- excuse me, horrible beat with the Sixers again, if you had the Raptors. no, of course. They never led in regulation, no. Philly. And the three-pointer
6: by Embiid, they get the cover. Yep. The first hour of Follow the Money is brought to you exclusively by bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Get a 100% first deposit match. Bonus now with the code 250MATCH. Must be 21+. plus. The offer is not valid in all areas. Check BetRivers.com for full offer details and rules. Up next, what an update we have on the 13-run pool in Major League Baseball and today's card. What a sad start to the season for this team. The only team in the modern era to pull this off. It's coming up here and Follow the Money. It's V-CIN, the Sports Betting Network.
4: Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a two hundred fifty dollar match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one time play through. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook rivers, your hometown sportsbook rivers, your hometown sportsbook rivers, your. Home-